Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. My name is Jumping Jay, and as always, we're joined by the Vince McMahon of ISPW, Tommy <laughs> Fierro. Tommy, how are you doing, brother? Jumping Jay, what's up, man? How are you doing? Listen, I'm doing fantastic, all right? The kids are back in school there's a little bit of crisp chill in the air. I love the autumn weather, and so life is good here. And I'm super excited about this conversation because we are coming off a very big weekend for you in the New Jersey area. After nearly 20 years, it was the return show of ISPW. And I want to let the listeners know right off the bat, you asked me what should we talk about today. And I said, we got to do an ISPW recap show, because here's the deal. You and I have not spoken about this weekend yet. And so I know nothing about the show. I don't know results. I don't know how it went. I'm dying to hear all of that. And I know in my heart of hearts, the listeners are interested as well. And so I shot him a text this morning. I said, Tommy, I think we need to do a recap show for ISPW. And he gave me the green light. And so, Tommy, I'm excited because I got questions and you got answers. <laughs> well, first off, man, thank you very much. And, and yeah, this past Sunday uh, was a, a very, 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 very special uh, day for me. Um, for the first time in an extremely long time, uh, I brought back ISPW, Independent Superstars of Professional Wrestling. I, I talked about it last week on the show, but for those out there that didn't listen, uh, ISPW was an independent promotion that I had in the New Jersey area back in the late 90s. It was right during the boom period of professional wrestling, like right at the height of the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars. And, and, and the wrestling business was red, 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 red hot. And I was lucky enough to be running shows at that time and, uh, and, and ride that wave that was the popularity of wrestling at that time. And uh, I, I always, 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 I, I love, I love running conventions and I really enjoy um, doing the virtual signings. But for me, man, there's nothing better. There's no better feeling than sending a building filled of fans and, and they were filled this past Sunday uh, home happy. So it's, it's just, a, it's just a rush. Like, you know, you're, you're watching the fans react to ideas and, you know, storylines that you put together. And, and the big thing for me that sticks out, uh, a couple of things, the whole show sticks out to me, but uh, the big segment that I really, really enjoyed this past Sunday, and I know that you want to probably talk about it first, is the $10,000 Big Sean Stud Body Slam Challenge. We're going to take calls also. Anyone out there that's listening right now that was at the show, if you're a performer on the show or you just want to talk independent wrestling with us, uh, feel free to give us a call. The number is 516-595-8295. Again, 516-595-8295. I guess, I guess Jay, we're going to start off with the uh, Body Slam Challenge. That's, yeah, I'm sure that's what you want to know the most, right? Well, I, I'm dying to know, but... The call-in the call in line is actually lighting up. We got a guy on hold. I'm, I'm nervous to answer because I don't want any spoilers, but we're going to take this call live. Hopefully, it's somebody that was able to attend the ISPW show in person, but let's jump in. Hello, caller. Welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Jumping Jay, Tommy, Danny from Butler. Hey, Danny from Butler. What's up, man? Uh, no, man, all good, man. I uh, gotta say, uh, definitely, you hit one out of the ballpark on Sunday. Um, it's my very first, uh, believe it or not, my very first time ever attending a independent wrestling show. Um, all my years of watching wrestling, I gotta say, man, that was a, it was a great time. You know, I enjoyed it. My my son enjoyed it. We had a blast. I, I kind of wish I was able to stay to the very end, but you know, I had a unfortunately my wife and. My younger son was a little under the weather, so she was a bit overwhelmed. So I had a, uh, you know, I had a cut a little bit after the intermission. But you know, from what I saw, from you know the 
surprise appearances, the guests, everything, uh, you know, was spot on. I give it, you know, you got tens across the board. Oh, man, Danny, I really appreciate that. And, and without giving away any spoilers to Jay, because I'm going to go over the, the show with him, uh, what, what are some of the some of the things – well, I guess you might have to spoil some stuff. What, what were some of the stuff while you were there that, that stood out to you on the show? Uh, just, uh, you know, like I said, just the environment. I mean, like I said, you did a – obviously, you had to do an article, you know, from uh, the storm we had you know, during the week, uh, and then, you know, I think, you know, obviously it was going to be out on, on a football field, you know, the, the weather didn't permit, so, you know, last-minute changes, still everything worked out, um, the, the setup was great, um, you know, the meet and greets, you know, Sergeant Slaughter, Rikishi, Samu with his son, um, you know, the, you know, I don't know, if you don't want me to spoil it, I won't, uh, the, you know, the other legends that you had show up, um, and then, you know, the actual, during, during the show, the the surprise contestants from the body slam challenge. I mean, like that, that caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it was just, like I said, it was, like I said, it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. You know, like I said, it was, like I said, I, you know, they, they, it kind of like, it, it threw me off the chair, you know, when I, you know, I heard, uh, okay, I'm going to have to give one up. You know, I wasn't expecting to see Maven there. You know, that was, uh, you know, saying I, I enjoyed Maven. You know, the only tough enough uh, competitor that I think has any credibility um, it's a shame that he really didn't have, you know, you know, he didn't really live up to the potential. It probably, you know, you know, wasn't uh, pushed the way he was supposed to. But that was a, a great surprise uh, seeing Snitsky there. That was a new, and then you know, just seeing, you know, Big Sean Stud wearing his father's act, one of his father's actual robes. That was that like they threw you back like you were already there at the Garden in uh, WrestleMania one. Listen, That's guys, awesome, I gotta, I gotta interject here. Danny from Butler is dropping some bombs that I didn't expect to hear. You're telling me, Danny, that during this $10,000 body slam challenge, we had Maven from Tough Enough and Snitsky show up to participate? Yes, they did. I, like I said, I, <laughs> I, I hate to surprise you, but like I said, I was surprised. And like I said, I, I didn't see that was a, a tremendous swerve. Tommy, you know, that he, uh, Tommy, uh, he went out of the ballpark with a, uh, with those two guys. So, like I said, it was an overall great show. The, the performances were awesome. My son enjoyed every single bit of it. And like I said, I just, I wish I was able to stay to the very end, but from the, you know, from the moment on that I was there, you know, every, the, the whole show was, a, like I said, to me, it's all about the performance. It's not about the, the soap opera and all that stuff. I'm all about the in-ring stuff. And like I said, uh, it's, uh, it was nice to actually see, uh, you know, Samu in the ring, with his son, which I think, you know, eventually he's going to end up on a, on a WWE roster one day because you, you could tell that the, the wrestling is in his blood. And like I said, they, uh, you know, they tore the roof off. Oh, yeah, man, they, they sure did. And, Danny, I, thank you so much for the amazing feedback, man. And I, I really, really appreciate you guys coming. I'm, I'm so happy that you and your son had a great time. And, and I announced last night on my uh, personal Facebook page, but I, I know that you're not on Facebook, so I'll let you know that we have signed a, a new show. It's going to be on Friday night, uh, November the 19th. Friday night, November 19th. It's going to be at the Totowa PAL in Totowa, New Jersey. The main event will be a championship rumble, which will be a Royal Rumble-style match to crown an ISPW heavyweight champion. And, Danny, this is going to excite you. The first man... That's been announced for the championship rumble on November 19th in Toto, New Jersey, is Maven. Maven is joining the championship rumble for a shot at the ISPW title on uh, November 19th. Oh, that's, like I said, that's awesome, man. Because, like I said, from what I saw from him, you being able to meet him uh, at a meet and greet after, you know, he, he was part of the, the body stamp challenge. The guy looks like he could still go, man. He still looks like he's in in great shape. So, like I said, I definitely can't wait uh, to see uh, him and uh, whoever else is uh, in this uh, Royal Rumble for the for the ISPW title. I'm looking uh, – definitely looking forward to that. And um, um, if, I don't know if you want to give a, give it away, but since I have I wasn't able to finish the, the show, uh, who ended up winning the women's title? The women's championship match, and I'll talk more about it later in the episode, uh, Vicious Vicky captured the ISPW – uh, women's title defeating the gift of Gab, Gabby Ortiz, with Heidi Lee Morgan 
as the special guest referee. We'll talk more about that later, Jay. But, yeah, uh, Vicious Vicky is the ISPW women's champion. Awesome, awesome. Like I said, I, I'm definitely going to have to get a, a, a copy of that DVD to finish uh, watching what I didn't see. But uh, overall time, like I said, it was a great show. Um, it was a, a lot more than, than I definitely expected. I, I enjoyed every single bit of it. And um, like I said, it's, uh, it was, it was like, I'm glad that you were able to, you know, show what you're able to do, that you still, you know, you st- definitely still have it in your blood. This is, like I said, I think, you know, obviously this is your calling. So uh, whatever you keep doing, you know that you got my support and uh, Lucas' support 100%. So just keep keep up the good work. I, you, Jump and Jay, like I said, I'm always going to be listening to the show week in, week out, and uh, definitely calling in, giving you my uh, feedback. So uh, I know you probably got more calls. So like I said, it was a pleasure. Looking forward to November 19th, and uh, you guys, uh, take care. You're the best, Danny. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, Danny. You- Man, Tommy, you can just tell. Danny's just a good dude. Man, I love that he was yeah, able he really to be is. there and take it in with his family. What a nice guy. Tommy, you we can- got another caller on the line. Are you ready to just keep talking to folks that are, that are loving the ISPW product? Let's do it, man. Hello, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good morning, gentlemen. It's Matt Comp calling from Long Island. Matt Comp. It's, it's the voice. The voice. Now, now uh, Matt was actually, he, he could probably give you a real good play-by-play of the show, Jay, because he was the man in charge calling the uh, action that night. We're actually, uh, we actually taped Sunday's event for a DVD release. And Matt Comp was uh, behind the uh, commentary table throughout the entire evening, so he can definitely uh, probably give you some good feedback on the show. Matt, uh, for anyone out there that wasn't at the show this past Sunday, um, and for Jay that wasn't, uh, can you paint a picture of, of, of your take on this past Sunday's event? Well, first of all, as you put it on Facebook, you know, no uh, cursing, no violence or sex or anything like that. Straight up in 80, it was like an 80s wrestling show in 2021. It was a grade A show. The opener with the Samoans and the now was a great, great opener to start it with. You know, and you had your highlights like the body slam challenge. Andy Weinberg had that entire crowd wanting to wring his neck. Let me let me cut you off real quick. Let me let me cut you off real quick because I want to talk about Andy Weinberg real quick. And I want to let Jay know about Andy Weinberg. Andy Weinberg, you have to if you haven't seen a picture of him, see what looks like, you have to Google him. He's dressed up in a rainbow suit. And the entire crowd was training Fruit Loop at him. Now I, I, I don't wanna I just wanna see how talented Andy Weinberg is. He is, and I'm not even stretching this, he's like a little bit of Bobby Heenan, a little bit of Jimmy Hart, a little bit of Freddie, like every <laughs> every 80s manager all wrapped in the one, and you get a finished product, and that's Andy. He would have been absolutely phenomenal in the WWF in the 80s if, if he was around back then. So with, with that being said, now, what, what was your take coming off of him? Oh, my God. He was so perfect in what he did. He had that entire crowd chain Fruit Loop. They wanted to get in the ring. I think more of them maybe wanted to body slam him than Sean Studd, you know, who went out there and made a great accounting of himself. Let me, let me real quick, the- let me quick real also, Matt, before I get back to you, just so yeah. we could paint the picture of, because of, I didn't tell Jay any of the results of what happened. I'm going to just tell him about the body slam challenge real quick. So Andy Weinberg mm-hmm. came out with Sean Studd and had a $10,000 check in his hand for anyone in that arena that can body slam big Sean Studd. Uh, first, he picked a big fan in the, in the crowd, Cliff, who's actually a regular uh, at the Wrestling Collector Store. Big, big guy, you know, six foot four, just gigantic guy. And uh, he, they wouldn't let him in the ring. He was up on the ring apron, and they, they wound up, you know, backing down from him, and he, he never got an opportunity to get a, a body slam in. And then he, you know, he looks around, he picks the referee. The referee is obviously a small guy compared to what Big Cliff was. So the referee couldn't do it. Then ring announcer Ian Levy tried. He couldn't do it. The mayor of Butler, New Jersey, Mayor Ryan Martinez, was called into the ring at this point. Now, he obviously couldn't do it. And then they, you know, they they were bullying him around. They shoved him into the corner. Very, very hard, by the way, if anyone that was there, they saw it. 
And uh, Brian Wenzel, who is a four-time Butler High School football state champion, was in attendance. He's a former wrestler as well. He used to wrestle for my ISPW back in the day and and did some stuff in OVW with with, uh, Santino Morello when he was doing the Russian gimmick before he got called up. So he was there actually uh, live, and he ran into the ring and uh, saved the mayor from getting attacked any further. And he wanted to join the Body Slam Challenge. They said they wouldn't let him because he wasn't an active wrestler. And Wenzel said, I know someone that is. Hit the music. Maven comes out uh, to his old Tough Enough song, unadvertised. People pop. They did not know he was there. Uh, Maven comes in the ring. He's about to lock up with, uh, lock up with Sean Studd. Andy Weinberg hits a low blow on Maven. Maven falls, powders out of the ring. Uh, they're celebrating, and then Snitsky's music hits. And that place, let me tell you something, you can ask Matt, that place, when Snitsky came out, because he's such a big guy, and he, he went like pretty much toe-to-toe with Stud, that place came unglued. They wanted it. Uh, he got him lifted up. Weinberg hits it from behind, and you know they wind up leaving. But what a entertaining segment from start to finish. Like, it's stuff like that when I see stuff like that play out and the crowd eat it up so much knowing that, that all that stuff that I, you know, came up with worked. That, there's not a better film than that. Matt, I'm sorry. I'll take it back to you, man. No, no, that was great, the Body Slam Challenge. Uh, you had Bull James there with Michael Mars and their match with Dangerous Danny Davis as the special referee. That match, it, it absolutely delivered. And it was great to see Danny in action. I had to pick up a copy of his book. And I got to talk to Danny, you know, uh, before the show had begun. Uh, he was very complimentary of me. I was complimentary of him. He he was just great. You know, and it was a, such a privilege to call the matches for all these gentlemen, all these guys that were such gentlemen and professionals. You had Nunzio and um, Danny Doring. They oh, they tore it up. Match. They tore mm-hmm. it up. I told those guys, they, that crowd was so, so easy. That was an old-school, 80s-style crowd. They were there mm-hmm. to have a good time. There were, it was families with their children. Nunzio and Danny Doring, they could have went out there, and I, I told both of them this uh, afterwards. They could have went out there and just did a comedy match, and they would have got over it just as good. Those guys went out there, and Matt, you can attest to this because you were calling the action – those guys went out there and they like put on a pay-per-view style match. Like they went all out. Positively. Mm-hmm. It was, I feel like the whole show could have been a, certainly a pay-per-view show. I think LSG and Crowbar were certainly a candidate for the match of the evening. Oh, they, they, they really, really tore it up. Anyone that hasn't seen LSG yet, he's from ring of honor. He can go, he can go just about good as anyone else out there right now. And, and Crowbar, man, he, he really is what he says he is. He says he's timeless. I mean, he those guys literally tore it up. Yep, LSG took a beating. And speaking of beatings, Tim Theory and uh, Andrew Anderson. Yeah, I, one, of my, one of my big things that I wanted to do when I decided to, to bring this back was, and, and I say this on the podcast all the time, all WWE has to, and, and now more so than ever, man. I mean, look, look at look at their product right now, and look what AEW is doing. Like, it's so stale. It, it, that's for a different topic for a different time. But I always say that all WWE needs to do is copy what they did from the '80s and bring it back. Because what's old is new again, and that includes the managers, that includes the the, the squash matches, that includes the talk show segments. A good guy, a bad guy. If they're not going to do it, I'm gonna. And I and I started that this Sunday. And I, I you know, Andrew Anderson was in the squash match against Tim Theory. Tim's uh, uh, newer in the business, uh, has a promising future. He, I appreciate him playing that role for me uh, this past Sunday. But yeah, Andrew Anderson was the wrestler in the uh, the Skittles ads. You know, don't suplex the rainbow, taste the rainbow. You can Google it and see. But. Uh, He's someone that actually, he looks like an 80s, like a big, rugged 80s wrestler. And to me, I'm a big fan of that because, like I said, you could be online at, at, at the food store and, and see him Punk standing in front of you uh, waiting to check out. If you're not a wrestling fan and you don't know nothing about wrestling and you look at him, you're not, you're just, he just looks like an average person. Uh, no disrespect. I, obviously, he's the hottest thing in wrestling now. I'm just saying, if you didn't know wrestling – you would think that, but if Andrew Anderson was standing in front of you, if you didn't know wrestling, you would look at him, whoa, 
this guy's someone, you know? Absolutely. And he's an Anderson. As I said on commentary, the only un-Anderson thing like about him is that long blonde hair. <laughs> well, Matt, man, I know that uh, Jay told me there's, there's other callers on the line, man. I, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate the feedback and, and the great work you did. And I look forward to uh, talking to you soon, man. Absolutely. I will be t- speaking to you guys soon. Be well, everybody. I just appreciate being able to hear that voice again. Matt's that voice, got that, that voice. voice is awesome. It's is unbelievable. Voice. You couldn't have picked a better voice to, to uh, be the host of the new ISPW uh, show that took place over the weekend. Tommy, the phone lines are absolutely blowing up. I, I, am, I, I am just shocked at how many calls are coming in. We've got three on hold. We had caller four dip in and dip out. Um, but we're going to take the next call if you're ready, Tommy. People must be huge fans of this show you put together. We're going to the next caller. Hello, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Emo from Worcester, Massachusetts. Hey, this is the famous, Jay, this is the famous Emil Menard that is our auction champion for, uh, for our, uh, virtual signings. Listen, I got to be honest, Emil. I didn't think you were real. I thought this was just a name that if something wasn't selling at the price Tommy wanted, he typed in Emil's name and the price went up. It is <laughs> no, so man. good to hear from you, Emil. How are you doing? Oh, Excellent. At work in the rain, delivering mail. That's all now, I got to do. A mail, a mail is always from is, is all the way from Massachusetts. Jay, him and his family uh, came all the way from Massachusetts for the show, which is a true honor for me that he did that. So, so a meal, are you a you're a postal delivery person? Yes, I am. So, when you order all this stuff on the auctions, when you win it, do you get to deliver your own goods to your own house? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, trust me, I have it really good at the office. I have them bring it to me. Nice. I love it. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley's full of shit. Actually, I hold all his stuff for them at my store, and I charge him <laughs> rent because I, there's, a corner, there's a corner of my store that's all Emil Menard stuff. You got the Emil down, Menard section. I love he it. He comes down quarter, quarterly to pick it up. <laughs> Emil, I'm only kidding, man. I, I lo- I, I, I'm so happy that you and your family – uh, we're able to be there this this weekend. One of the cool things, Jay, and I'm gonna then I'm gonna take it over to Emil so he can tell you about it. Uh, the the women's match, Jay. Uh, Vicious Vicky against the Gift of Gab, Gabby Ortiz. Great main event match. Vicky wins the belt. Afterwards, I want to make it special. I want to end the show on a high note. I want to send those people home happy. So I have uh, Vicky's mom and dad come into the ring to celebrate with Vicky, and check this out, Jay. I went around the building and grabbed every single kid and had them come in the ring and celebrate with Vicky to end the show. And Emil's kids were, were part of that. So how cool was it for you, Emil, to sit there and, and uh, see your kids uh, take part of the show? It was really cool, but I think the kids were more ecstatic about it than I was because they still talk about it. And it's four days later. That's awesome. And I'm still, I'm still, to, I'm still talking about, about everybody. it. Four days later, too. <laughs> oh, I love it. It was, but it was a pleasure driving down the three and a half hours to get there to go see that. It was worth every penny. That's awesome, man. What, what, are, what are some of the things uh, after the show? What stood out to you? Some of the things on the show. Wait, what was that? What were some of the things on the show that stood out to you? Uh, all the autograph signings, uh, just bringing back my childhood, just seeing Sergeant Slaughter there. And I took a picture of getting the Cobra Crush put on me. It was just a fan fest to me. And I think you have four kids converted to 80s wrestling completely now. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And what was your favorite match of the show? I would say the Crowbar and LSG. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing from a lot of people. Those guys really, really, really tore it up, and uh, that that DVD will be available in the near future. Uh, Emil, how, what was your take on the body slam challenge? That was hilarious. With all just the comedy with from Andy, and then also 
all the surprise contestants that I was like, oh, he got him too? Oh, my God, Maven's here? <laughs> and then when I saw that announcement, I'm not trying to do any spoilers, but since I follow on Facebook, having Maven go to the next event, uh, I already made my re- uh, reservations and took a day off already. That's awesome, man. That, That's see, for, for, for me, for that, that excites me, man, because you, you are three and a half hours away. And, you know, you have a family of, you know, you bring yourself and, and four children with you. So, I mean, to, to have a reach where people are coming three and a half hours away to an independent show in New Jersey, uh, that really excites me, Emil. And I can't thank you enough for, for taking that trip and all the support that you give us for all the 80s virtual signings and, and everything else, man. So I want to say thank you very much and thank you for calling into the show. Uh, anytime. 80 Wrestling for Life. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. The famous Emil Menard, Tommy. I'm honest. I thought that was a made-up name, but, man, there he was. Traveled three and a half hours, said well worth it, already took a day off of work for the next show. That's a super that's, fan. That's, that, that excites me. That's a super fan. Tommy, I know you can't even catch your breath. We're just going to keep going down the call list and keep hearing people sing your praises. Let's answer the next call. Hi, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Caller, are you there? Oh, sorry. Hi, my name is Scott from Philly. Uh, I just had more of a comment on the show. I love the show. Um, I'm a big Bull James fan. Uh, but I feel like his opponent, um, the event, he's a little bit small for me to believe that he could actually compete with Bull James. So I love you guys. Well, there you go. My my no stretch of the imagination was was he small, and uh, I mean you, you can look at you know when Big Show wrestled Rey Mysterio. I mean it, if you if you tell the story the right way, it works, and uh, you definitely have a dangerous Danny Davis in there as well as the ref. And, and for that match, uh, Jay, they did a they did a screw job ending where dangerous Danny Davis actually went with Michael Mars and uh, and screwed over Bull James, and they went to the back and and. Bull went, went back there and brought him back out and pretty much cleaned this clock all around the uh, the building. But, yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Bull is – and I, I wanted to sing his praise. He is just a fantastic, fantastic talent. Uh, he, he can go. He knows he knows his business. He He's just a real, real pro. Those guys had a really good match. And uh, I would definitely expect to see big things from uh, Bull and ISPW in the near future. So you're telling me after all these years, dangerous Danny Davis is still up, still up to his no good heel shenanigans, huh? Yep. He uh, it started off where he came out as a baby face. He was, then he got a very polite reaction as well when he came out. And uh, at the end, he uh, he screwed over Bull and, and went with Michael Mars. So I'm not sure if that's his new. I'm not sure if Danny Davis is a manager now and he's with with Michael Mars, but Danny Davis will be at the Totowa event on November 19th, and he's going to introduce his new protege. So, if I was a betting man, I would I would think it's Michael Mars, but we'll have to we'll have to find out. But uh, he, he he screwed over Bull and and helped Michael Mars win the match. It's a game of wait and see. Well, Tommy, we don't have to wait and see any longer. We got one more caller that's been holding for a long time. So we're going to answer their call and get them on the air live with you. Hello, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello, caller. Are you there? Hey, this is Mayor Ryan Martinez. How are you? Hey, Mayor, Mayor Ryan Martinez. Now, Jay, we were just talking about the Body Slam Challenge. And uh, be- before we, we get uh, Mayor Ryan's uh, thoughts on this. I, I want to thank uh, the mayor for bringing ISPW to Butler, New Jersey. And uh, that was just the first of many, many, many events to come in Butler. ISPW is going to be the home of Butler, New Jersey. And uh, Ryan, I, I have to say, man, uh, I congratulate you for attempting to body slam big Sean Studd. And uh, I guess you give us an insider perspective of actually being in there and that whole segment and how it played out. And your 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 overall thoughts of of the show, just as a participant watching it. Well, first of all, I call to correct you. It wasn't that I wasn't able to slam him. I never even got the chance. Let's correct that right now. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's number one. Number two, um, I can't thank you enough for bringing ISPW to Butler. I remember when we first discussed it, um, putting it together. I was obviously, I had a lot of nerves going into it. I wanted it to be a success. I wanted everyone to enjoy themselves. Um, I told you that I didn't really exhale until the show ended, and the feedback was phenomenal. The parents thought it was very well ran, very well produced. Um, I can't say how many people like the matches were top, like very high-class matches. Um, They said it was one of the best shows they've ever been to. They've been asking when it's going to come back. Um, The feedback has been unbelievably positive. That's 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 amazing, man. And and you're you're a big part of that as well. Uh, uh, Mayor Ryan Martinez uh, worked with me uh, very closely behind the scenes to, to to make this event happen and 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 get local sponsors involved. And and just it was it was just a, a really 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 special day for me, man. And I know it was for you. Now outside of that body slam challenge, what were some of the the the, the things on the show that stood out to you? Um, I agree with the caller that I think two calls ago, LSG Crowbar, I think that was the match of the night. That was an amazing match from start to finish. Uh, Vicky winning the title and the celebration afterwards was definitely a big moment. Um, I think the night started off amazing. You have Tito Santana, the head shrinkers, Lance Annoy coming in to start off the show. I mean, from top to bottom, it was just very good. There were a lot of highlights. The Bi-Slam Challenge, the surprises that came out that were even a surprise to me. That was very exciting. So you never know what's going to happen with ISPW, and I think it has a very, very long future ahead of itself. Man, that, that gives me chills hearing you say that, man. Thank you so much. And, and again, like I said, we're, we're just getting started with ISPW, and I know that there's definitely unfinished business between the winner, Andy Weinberg, and the mayor, the good mayor of Butler. And uh, if, if Andy's out there listening right now, uh, Tell you got a message for the for Andy if he's listening out there right now, Ryan. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm I'm not even. Uh, this isn't a work. I cannot tell you how much the people in Butler, New Jersey, don't like Andy. It's true. That was a, that, that that was repeated over and over. Great show. Oh, this was so fun. What was with that guy with the rainbow suit? Oh, I didn't like him. I don't like what he said to you, to Cliff, how he treated everyone, and that was universal. Andy's not a well-liked man in Butler, New Jersey, and I think Butler would be happy if they never saw his face again. <laughs> well, Mayor, thank you so much for calling. And, uh, Jay, I, I, uh, Mayor Ryan, I'm sure has listened to the show in the past, so it's nice to, to have him on the show, right? Listen, listen, this is, a, this is big stuff that the mayor called, and I just want the mayor to know. Right now, I'm looking at Big Sean Studd's social media page, and he has a video of what went down during this body slam challenge. The wiener, Andy Weinberg, Andy, he's holding the mayor's arm down. The mayor couldn't even get a shot at slam and stud. Well, it gets worse. <laughs> thank, I mean, I, I never thought I would say this, but thank God there was a turnbuckle behind me. Otherwise, I would probably still be going backwards because that's how hard he hit me when he shoved me. Well, Mayor, thank you again so much. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be meeting with you later this week so we can discuss the next ISPW show and uh, Mr. Martinez will be at the Totoa show as well. He's he's a part of the ISPW promotion. So uh, Ryan, thank you so much, man, and we look forward to uh, talking to you soon. All right, boys, talk to you later. All right, thanks again. Listen, you, have, you 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 know you know the show is over when the mayor of the town calls in. <laughs> when he called in and he said who he was, I immediately texted Tommy. I said, "You got the mayor calling in? That's big time." Now. Uh, <laughs> What I didn't tell the mayor is that on the Instagram page of, of Sean Studd, he does make the claim that he is the now, he's now the mayor of Butler, New Jersey. No, um, did he? But I, I didn't want to share that news with him, but that's, that's, the, that's the claim coming from the Stud camp, is that because he failed to slam him, that makes him the new mayor of Butler. So there's definitely some unfinished business when it comes to the, mayor, the mayoral office in Butler, New Jersey. Tommy, the phone lines, man, they don't stop ringing. We got two more calls. We're going to take the next one. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. Here we go. Hello, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? How you doing? This is Jeff 
from Pompton Lakes. Jack from Pompton Lakes, how are you, man? Good, bro. I got two quick questions. Yes, sir. The show was awesome, first of all, but I did hear a couple of people saying afterwards that they didn't think that was the real Danny Davis. For some reason, people didn't think it was him. They thought he passed away a few years ago. So can you mis- dispel this rumor and that, oh, that yeah, was absolutely. really Danny Davis? Absolutely. That was 5,000% Danny Davis. Uh, I, can, I can assure you that uh, he did not pass away, and he was uh, the special guest referee uh, this past Sunday. Um, so, yeah, I, if that was a rumor going around, that would clear that up really, really quick. And uh, Danny, Danny's gonna, Danny's gonna be a part of the ISPW on a regular basis going forward. He actually lives up in Massachusetts, so he actually drives down to be a part of it. And I'll tell you what, man, he, he was great to have backstage. He was great with all the talent. He was very complimentary of the show and had a lot of nice stuff to say afterwards. Now, Jack, you were there. Uh, you're, you're local, right? In Pumpton, we said Pumpton Lakes. Pumpton Lakes. Pumpton Lakes. Okay. What, what, what were some, what were some of the uh, highlights of the show for you as a, as a spectator watching it? I thought the women were very good. I thought that Danny Doring was very good. Crowbar was always good, as always. Uh, Guio was good. The Samoans were pretty good. Uh, very cool seeing Sergeant Slaughter. And I know this whole thing was a benefit for the Bloomfield, or I think it was the youth club, correct? The Butler Bloom, Bloom yeah. I'd like to congratulate you guys for doing some work with them. Uh, how much did you raise for them? Was it a lot? Yeah, they did really well, man. So with, with the tickets and their, their concession stands and all that, they made about $2,000 profit. So anytime that we That's can so help cool. them. Yeah, anytime we can help a local organization make that kind of money, man. So for you, you're in Pumpkin Lakes. If you know or anyone out there listening knows any schools, youth groups, uh, fire departments, anything nonprofit that they're looking to raise money, we will bring ISPW to that town. No money up front. We can work out a, a, an arrangement where we can bring the show there. So anyone out there, definitely reach out to us if you want to bring an ISPW show to your town as a fundraiser. Cool. And I will say, I heard someone a little while ago say the guy who fought Bull James was a little small. He, he actually was the worst one on the event, Tommy, if we're being honest. I don't know who he was, but Bull James deserves better than that bum. Okay. I appreciate the feedback, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Have a good day. You too. All right, Tommy. Just when I think the call line clears, another one comes in. So we're going to answer yet another call. We've never had this many callers in the history of the show, Tommy. I think that speaks to the kind of program you put together over the weekend Let's talk to this last caller. Hello, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Well, you know who this is? The best caller. Uh-oh. My name is the winner, Andy Weinberg. And let me tell you something. I got the cure for insomnia now. It's listening to the mayor, Ryan Martinez, on your podcast tell you something there's nothing more boring than listening to that fool but the winner is here i'm sitting ten thousand dollars pretty right now still next to me laying here right here that wonderful check but i gotta tell you folks it's been rough it's been really rough because that was the first time in a long time that i've been in the the state of new jersey and I'm still, I've been in, in, I've taken 17 baths, 14 showers since I left that place. I've gone over, I've already used three bars of soap, two containers of shampoo. I mean, the place makes a skunk smell like roses. How do you live in a cesspool like New Jersey? <laughs> well, first off, Andy, um, I'm not going to take that personally because I, I can't. Uh, I, if you feel the way about me, Andy, please call me the winner. And <laughs> the winner. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you you were the winner in, in my eyes on this past Sunday's ISPW show because, like I said, Andy really, really, really is he he is way past uh, 
what could have been a, a gigantic, I'm telling you, if Andy was in the WWF in the 80s, he would have been another Bobby Heenan. He would have been another Jimmy Hart. He would have been another classy Freddie Blassie. He would have been another slick. He, one, like that, that style of manager, you have to see Andy in person because he can get on that mic and he can piss off an entire arena in a matter of seconds because I saw it this past Sunday. But, uh, Andy, going into this, you had, you had no idea what to expect of who was going to step up for the Body Slam Challenge. And we covered it earlier. It started off with the fan in the, in the, the front row cliff, which he didn't get a chance cliff to do. Cliff the cliff, absolutely. <laughs> then it went to the referee, then to ring announcer Ian Levy, then to the mayor, then to the, the football star Brian Munzel will come in, to Maven, to Snitsky. What, what was your take on that whole segment? Uh, going into it, and then what was your reaction after? Well, the first thing was, you know what, I walked in there, and this is a shoot. I don't like people. I don't like people at all, okay? I like winners, but only 0.04% of the population are winners. The rest, losers, right? And the majority of people at the event are losers. That's why I'm there to put the WISPW number one. Now, the amount of people that volunteered and wanted to have the opportunity to win $10,000 was overwhelming. I had no idea that you had Maven and Snitsky in that building. And I want to thank you, first of all, for giving Big Sean Studd, the son of WWE Hall of Famer, Big John Studd, and myself, the winner, Andy Weinberg, a private room in the back so we could stay away from all the, 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 the filth of New Jersey and all around, okay? So I want to thank you for that, Tommy. That 100% is first class. You're a first class promoter for sure. And I'm honored to be working with you. Now, my reaction there was 100% real. Listen to what I'm saying. I had no idea that Maven was coming in there. There's no quote unquote work. This is a shoot, okay? When Maven came in there, I was, the guy looked great for God's sake. And I'm like, there's no way this guy's taking my money. Right, And then Snitsky comes in, who looks like, oh, my. I mean, this guy, if you haven't seen him lately, I don't know how old Snitsky is. I'm guessing he's probably between 70 and 80, right, Tommy? <laughs> no. He, he looks has, like I, a million I, I bucks. He looks, he looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. So now I'm really panicking when he comes out. I wasn't worried about the fans. I'm not worried about a stupid mayor. I'm not worried about a former football player, Mr. Al Bundy himself. But I will say this. I will say this. I was shocked, and I wasn't going to let anybody walk out with my money. I'll do this over and over again. I hate the people of New Jersey. I hate fans of New Jersey that take two hours to watch 60 Minutes. I don't like people like that. What was your, what was your take of the, of the good mayor of Butler, Mr. Ryan Martinez? Well, I, I thought he was um, – he smelled. He was chubby. He um, Hey, come on now. Guy, right? He's a typical Jersey guy. If anything, the man should resign and put me in charge of the city of Butler. I could put Butler on the map. What do you, you know, Butler, New Jersey, what are they known for? What are they known for? Absolutely nothing. But I could change the world, and I, have, I could be president of the United States one day. I could be the president of the world one day. But let's start with Butler, New Jersey. Let's start with the state of New Jersey where I can change it where it should be, where they have winners for the first time. In history. Well, Andy, I, I appreciate you calling. We're Springsteen, but they're not winners. I, I appreciate you calling to the show, man. And, and again, uh, that that segment this past Sunday was for me it was pure gold. Everything was great, and and you were you were the man steering the ship on that. So I, I can't say enough uh, great things about you. And you. and you're and although you're you know crapping over everybody else. I really can't say anything uh, bad about you because uh, you really stepped up and you, you didn't hit a home run. You hit a grand slam. So uh, well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be more than willing. It'll be a grand slam. Every I'll time more than willing to, Weinberg, it's a grand slam. Well, I'll be more than willing to put up with, with, uh, with, with you in order to keep that crowd hot and coming back. So I appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to seeing you at the next event, which I'm going to announce right now. Uh, I, the exclusive we are going to have, on uh, Friday night, November the 19th at the Totowa PAL in Totowa. I talked about all the things I want to bring back from the 80s that, that, that
that's missing. And one of them is the old talk show segments. Well, we're going to bring that back too on November 19th because the winner, Andy Weinberg, debuts the winner's circle at ISPW. And we're going to be working on a, a special guest uh, for that uh, talk show for the 19th. It'll be a winner for sure. Guys, keep up the great work. Phenomenal promotion. Great podcast. You guys in my book are winners. Mayor, not so much. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys soon. See you all November 19th. Woo-hoo! <laughs> you have it, Jay, man. What a, what a. You there, Jay? Listen, Tommy, my, Tommy, my head is spinning. We, we go from talking to the mayor of Butler, New Like, the mayor's busy. He's got things to do. He took time out of his day to listen to the show and to call in. And then what, two callers later, we get, we get the manager that was involved in this whole ordeal of, of Sean Studd maybe being the new mayor of Butler. Like, I don't know what the official ruling is, but you get Andy calling in. He's, he's not a big fan of New Jersey, I'll tell you that much. No, he's definitely not. But after, I, I after that, listening... I, after listening to him, I don't, I don't know how you talked him into coming back for that show on November 19th. It's all about the moolah. It's, everybody's got a price for Tommy Fierro and the <laughs> whiner. I, I mean, the winner is no exception. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a quick feedback of, of the show uh, now that I can. There's no one else on hold right now, right? There's nobody else on hold, but let me ask you this, Tommy. After we've just taken a record-setting number of calls, each and every person singing the praises, I would just love to know if you could describe this whole experience in one or two words, what what would you say? I'm back. He's back. ISPW, is this... Is this the official I'm back statement when you put on your first show in over 20 years? You knock off the ring rust. You clear the cobwebs. You promote your first independent wrestling show in over 20 years, and it's such a resounding success. Like, everybody that's calling in is singing its praises. Is this, is this like you're just overwhelmed with this feeling of, I'm back. We need to do more of this. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, actually, it's been 11 years. I, I, I briefly, briefly brought back ISW in 2009, 2010, uh, but I, I didn't run a show since then. So it's been 11 years. Since, so it's been over a decade. Oh, yeah, over a decade. So going, going, into, going into Sunday for me, like, I, I, knew, I knew that there was a lot of hype behind, you know, the 80s wrestling cons that I do, and I know there's a lot of hype behind uh, the virtual signings I do, knock on wood, thank God. Um, so I, 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 being around long enough, I knew that there was going to be, you know, probably some expectations for me to deliver something uh, pretty decent or something big on, on this past Sunday. I mean, uh, the conventions have been really, really successful and the virtual signings have been as well. So it, it, it put a little pressure on me, uh, not, not because of the fans or the wrestlers, but on myself because, I wanted to deliver a home run and, you know, after not promoting a live event for 11 years, um, for me, man, honestly, it was like jumping right back on a bike. It's like, I did it yesterday and I want to do it today and I want to do it tomorrow. Um, so going into it, you know, we talked a little bit about this last week. I, I wanted to have a little bit of something for everyone on that show. So for, you know, the 80s wrestling fans, you gave them Sergeant Slaughter. For the Attitude Era fans, you gave them, you know, Rikishi. You know, for, uh, you know, ECW fans, you gave them an ECW Originals match with Crow, um, Danny Doring and, and Little Guido. Uh, for the old WCW fans, you had Crowbar. For NXT fans, you had Bull. Uh, for fans of women's wrestling, which obviously is a gigantic thing in 2021, they were the main event with Heidi Lee Morgan, who was a legendary 80s wrestler as the special guest referee you had surprises with snitsky and uh, maven and, and no one mentioned this which i'm happy because i can i can tell you now uh the big surprise is right at the start of the show where i announced the commissioner of ispw and out comes wwe hall of famer tito santana he kicked off the show this past sunday 
Okay, Tommy, here I gotta ask I gotta ask a serious question because I gotta pick the mind of the promoter. Now if you would put Tito Santana's name on a promotional flyer, if you would have advertised Maven, if you'd have advertised Snitsky, surely those three names would have drawn a crowd in themselves. But here you are surprising the people that bought the tickets, that paid their hard-earned money, that they're already at the facility, you surprise them. So they're coming in expecting a great show, and then you sprinkle these cherries on top that them themselves could have been a great show. So how does that work in your mind to say, I've got Tito Santana, one of the absolute legends of the business, I'm going to keep it under wraps and surprise the people at the show. Like, what's the mindset? I love that you do that, but that's got to be hard not to give away ahead of time. Sure, sure it is, and 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 I agree with you. If I would have had Tito on there, I would have Maven and Snitsky on there. Yeah, it, would, it, it might have drew more people. Uh, but my my train of thought, uh, going back to what I said, like I I felt like there was expectations um, going into the show because people were expecting me uh, to do something big, coming off of uh, one not doing a, a show in over a decade, two. My conventions have been extremely popular, and my virtual signings have been blowing up. So, like, I, I felt like if if I, I just felt like I had to over deliver, and uh, I wanted people. My main thing when I when I added those elements of surprise, and, and those guys, I took money out of my own pocket for. So, uh, th- like you said, the, the tickets were were purchased without anyone knowing those guys were going to be there. So I didn't need I didn't need to add them because my I already had the money for the tickets, right? But that's not my train of thought, man. That's not how I do things. I wanted people to leave that show on Sunday as they're walking to their car saying, holy shit, you have no idea what's going to happen in ISPW. And I watched, I, I, I came out for those, uh, those, those people coming out just to see what the reaction was from the crowd. And like, they, were, they were stunned. They were stunned. Uh, Tito got a big reaction. He kicked off the show. And uh, he came out, and then he introduced uh, Rakishi, Samu, and Lance Anawahi. And uh, then the tag team, the now with their manager, Tiger Mulligan, they, they cut him off. And they went right into it. And Rakishi actually worked the, the main show. It was in the corner of the, the, the Samoans. And then afterwards, uh, after the match, the, you know, the manager gets bumped in the corner, and he gets the stink face. But, I mean, you, when you kick off a show – when you start an independent show with a surprise of Tito Santana and then go right into having Rakishi out there who wasn't supposed to be on the show and then give him a stink face in that hot tag match, I mean, you can't open the show uh, any better than that. So I, I knew that that would get the people off their feet. I knew that the people would get right into it and it would set the pace for the rest of the night. And uh, one, one other thing that I want to say that I really thought came off absolutely better than expected was putting those girls on Vicky and Gabby in the, in the main event slot uh, on a show filled with name talent. When I put them out there last, I think that it automatically gave that match credibility because, you know, they're going out there after all these big names are out there. And then you, you, you add in the element of having Heidi Lee Morgan as the special guest referee. And it's to crown the first ever ISW women's champion it just felt special. Like I've run shows, Jay, for a really long time. I never felt, uh, I never felt a big match feel that I promoted like that match this past Sunday. When it came time for the main event, and you know the the ring announcer Ian was hyping it up, saying, "Are you ready for the main event?" Like the crowd, you can feel the anticipation. They wanted to see that match, and when those girls came out, it had a big fight feel to it. And the end with her winning the belt, and then her parents coming in, and all the kids coming in. I mean, it was a perfect way to open the show with Rikishi and all that. And it was a perfect way to end the show, sending home people happy, seeing their children in the ring, celebrating with, with the, the, the women's champion. And then everything tied in between, man, you know, uh, you know, the good guys and bad guys. It was, you know, a mix of the past, the present and the future, uh, you know, uh, squash match managers, you know, just everything was paced. Right. I mean, I can't, say enough good things about the show uh you had two of the most up-and-coming guys in this business right now nikos ricos and justin carino those guys man they tore it up they're two bright bright futures ahead of them and i would not be surprised to see either one of them uh somewhere uh, big within the the real real near future and, and crowbar lsg everyone 
keeps talking about that match. That match is phenomenal. Uh, Andrew Anderson, like I said, made quick work of his opponent. Danny Doring and Guido, they absolutely crushed it. Uh, the girls, like I said, I can't say enough about them. Bull, James, and Michael Mars with Dangerous Danny Davis as the referee. Great stuff, and I recognize the voice of one of the callers that called in uh, trying to put down Michael Mars. I know who, I know who you are, and I know your voice. Uh, that couldn't be farther from the truth. He, he was very good, and uh, him and Bull had a, a real good match. So uh, overall, uh, I, I couldn't be happier with, with the show, and uh, I, I'm excited for uh, what's to come. Uh, you know, um, you know, I felt, you know, you know, like when I when I first did my first virtual signing with Tito last year before I started doing the full time J. Like, you know, when you have that feeling, like you know, you you know, you have something, and and I felt that way with with that, and and then it led to me doing all the virtual signings I'm doing now. Uh, I feel even stronger that I have something here with ISPW. So going forward, man, I'm, I'm putting all my eggs into that basket. Uh, I, I think that I have something special. I think that all the, the talent on the show, they all text me after the event and or, and some did both times the next day, just raving about the show. And I never had a response like that from talent where almost every single person on the show uh, texted me after or the next day and just was, was raving about everything. So Man, I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier with how the show went this past Sunday. Really, it was very it was very 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 special to me. So many people uh, that I haven't seen in a long time, old fans from back in the day, people from my store uh, that come and just I mean local families like everyone everyone was just so happy with everything, and 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 that makes me happy. Well, I know that there is a mountain of work that goes into pulling something like this off, and a lot of it you feel like you have control over and a lot of it you don't the weather threw a curveball your way you had to pivot and move inside people could not make it performers might not be able to make it there could be injuries but it sounds like everything went off without a hitch it sounds like the audience was hungry for good live wrestling and it sounds like you delivered that tommy i'm like, I'm overwhelmed at the number of people that called in. And we didn't even get to all the callers. Some of them had to wait so long that they would hang up, and I'm sure they kept listening, but it's a long time to sit on hold. So I am blown away by the number of callers, which tells me you did do something special on Sunday for these fans, Tommy. And so I'm super proud of you, buddy. I, I am beyond proud of you. I'm so excited to see what this leads to. And even from the performer aspect, these performers love pro wrestling that's why they do what they do and they need good reliable promotions where they can hone their skills and they can entertain fans and so i'm sure they're beyond thrilled to have somebody like you who knows what they're doing putting together a quality show that both the fans and the performers can enjoy tommy so hats off to you brother thank you so much man like i said it, it just to see the reaction from the from the people sunday really uh it was, it was special, man. It was really special. You know, uh, you know, you, you second guess yourself sometimes, and then when you you you, you see a, 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 just a ton of people uh, there and enjoying it and reacting to everything, it just makes everything worth it. So uh, this is only the beginning. Uh, my full attention will be uh, going forward on ISW five thousand um, percent. So I, I'm going to be working on a lot of stuff right now. Um, I don't think I can really add that much more to my plate than I'm already doing. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to push back on, on a couple of things. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to pan out yet, but my main focus after this past weekend is uh, definitely independent superstars of professional wrestling and, and bringing the past, the present and the future to New Jersey to entertain families and children all around the area and help raise money for different nonprofit organizations. Which is amazing, Tommy, that it all goes uh, for a good cause on top of just the pure enjoyment that you're giving people. We're rounding third base. We're heading home at the close of the show. You've already made a bombshell announcement that ISPW is already confirming its return on November 19th. That's a Friday night. You're having a giant Royal Rumble to crown the ISPW heavyweight champion. You've already name-dropped Maven has already signed on to be involved in that Rumble. 
as we head home at the end of the show, is there any other announcements, any other things you want the listeners to be aware of until we talk again next week? Uh, just this Monday night, the return of the Monday night virtual gimmick night. It's going to be gimmick night, and it's going to be Bushwhacker Luke, the Brooklyn Brawler, and Mo from Men on a Mission. If you, uh, if you haven't done so yet, you can head over to 80swrestlingcon.com, 80swrestlingcon.com. You can select which photos you like, and then you'll tune into our Facebook page live this Monday night and watch Luke, Brawler, and Mo sign your photos. Uh, give you a shout out, then we'll ship them up out to you afterwards, and uh, it, it should be a fun night between those guys. I just hope I'm going to tune in just so I can hear you do your bushwhacker Luke impression for the man himself. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to have to be watching very closely because that that might be Tommy signing autographs. That might even not be bushwhacker Luke. It, it, <laughs> it's so close to the real thing. I'm going to have to be looking very closely at my monitor. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate everyone out there that listened today and, and called in and everyone that came this past Sunday. And I uh, look forward to seeing everyone again this Monday for the Monday Night Virtual Gimmick Night, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time on our 80s Wrestling Facebook page. Until then, Jay, I hope you and your family have a great day, great weekend. Same for all you listeners out there. And we'll catch you back right here next week on 80s Wrestling the podcast.